Hello, I'm Ian. Welcome to Creator Coco. This podcast helps you become a better creator by helping you learn from what other creators have already figured out. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can send us a tweet at Creator Coco. That's Creator and then C O C O A. In this episode, I talk about breaking bad habits and forming new ones so you can become more consistent and achieve your goals. I hope you learn something that helps you become a better creator. This episode was brought to you by Fictionista. Fictionista is an app for writing where new sentences, storylines and characters can be magically suggested to you as you write using the power of artificial intelligence. With Fictionista, it's easier than ever to create new worlds and write that story you've always wanted to write. No more writer's block. You can download Fictionista from the App Store or the Play Store or go to fictionista.club. That's fictionista.club. So today I'd like to talk about how to improve your habits, how to become the kind of person who you want to be. If right now you're feeling like you need to succeed in a specific way, but then whenever you try, whenever you try to push yourself in that direction, you feel this sense of resistance. You feel like, oh, deep down, it's difficult. I don't want to do it. And uh, one, one, one book which can help you uh, in that, to, to push yourself in that, in that direction is Atomic Habits. There's also another book called The Compound Effect, which I spoke about a while back. And uh, both of these books pretty much have the same idea, which is that if you want to succeed, it's important for you to begin to analyze yourself and start to form daily habits, things that you're going to do consistently every day. Consistency is more important than intensity. And so you should completely focus your life on trying to do things consistently every day. And it's a beautiful life if you're able to figure it out. So I'm going to start by talking about Atomic Habits by James Clear. And Atomic Habits is the definitive guide to breaking bad behaviors and adopting good ones in four steps, showing you how small, incremental, everyday routines compound into massive, positive change over time. This might sound similar to another book which I've spoken about in the past called The Compound Effect. And both of these books basically focus on the idea that if you do small incremental changes to your daily habits and if you focus on just making small changes over a long period of time and you focus on consistency above everything else you're going to eventually start seeing massive huge changes in your life um i'm going to break down the summary of this book it's not going to be a a step-by-step guide uh, but i'm going to break down the summary into uh, three lessons so the first one is that all habits are based on a four-step pattern And in this case, James Clear puts it into uh, these four steps. So there's a cue. A cue is a piece of information that suggests that there's a reward to be found, like the smell of a cookie or a dark room waiting to be lit up. And this is the piece of your environment that tempts you or suggests that you should actually engage with a specific behavior. Uh, because the environment is an invisible hand that shapes human behavior. If you haven't set up your environment in a way that is uh, clean and in a way that is temptation-free, it's going to be very easy for you to uh, fall into some of these bad habits. And a lot of these things, because they're in your environment, it might seem natural because things have always been arranged in a specific way uh, in in the environment that you're in. 
And if you don't actually actively think about the way that things are presented around the space that you're in, or even things like heat, even things like um, what is visible to you whenever you're walking, those are they can be subtle, uh, but they can be very powerful um, things that drive the habits that you have. Uh, so, so based on your environment, you can get these cues, these different cues uh, to uh, help you start things, help you stop things. And these can lead to cravings. So the craving is the motivation to change something uh, to get the reward. So you see a cookie or you see, a, I don't know, ice cream in the fridge. And it's something that you, you're not interested in, you know, going to devour. <laughs> um, and then there's a response after that craving. So whatever thought or action you need to take to get the reward. So you start taking the action. After you get this craving, you now are interested in, uh, you're now feeling like you need to take this action. And then finally, you get the reward, which is the satisfying feeling that you get from the change, along with the lesson whether you want to do it again or not. Uh, usually, if it's a bad habit, you feel like you wasted time. You feel a bit guilty. You feel like, oh, man, I'm such a weak person to have fallen for that. Uh, but that's the general idea. If you want to break down the step-by-step -step process which leads you to performing a specific habit. If it's a specific bad habit that you want to cut down on, um, uh, this, these are some of the things you should think about. So what are the cues which are in your environment? Uh, then those cues are going to lead to a craving. It's, it's going to motivate you to want to do something. That, then you're going to uh, uh, respond to that craving. Uh, finally, you're going to get the reward that you wanted. It might be a good reward. It might be a bad reward. So um, how do you form new habits? How do you want to, if you want to change your life and you want to improve who you are, how do you form new habits? And there's a few ways that you can try. Uh, first of all, you have to make it obvious. So in this case, if you want to eat more fruits, for example, you shouldn't hide them or you shouldn't, like if, if in, your, in your environment, you should prioritize the things which you want to um which you want to engage in compared to the things you don't want to engage in so the present version of yourself wants to set up a good environment for the future version of yourself so that the future version of yourself doesn't have any challenges so you need to think about uh preparing your environment so if you have fruits that you want to eat you need to make those fruits stand out and they need to stand out more than um, things like ice cream and things like fast food so, and if you want to, for example, stop eating ice cream and fast food and things which are unhealthy for you, um, in the first place, uh, try to not buy them. <laughs> that's that's the first thing. If it's not in your house, if it's not around you, then that makes it uh, pretty much impossible for you to eat things which are not available. But if you have fruit in that in, in, instead um, around you, you're going to eat more fruit. If you have more water around you, you're going to drink more water. So you also want to make these habits attractive. So you want to start with the things that you actually like. You, you don't want this process to be miserable for you. I used to think that vegetables and uh, fruits and things like that, like uh, if you compare the taste of some, of, of let's say homemade food to the taste of like a burger or a pizza, like if you compare the taste of vegetables and if you compare the taste of that to things like fast food or let's say like a nice donut or ice cream, um, Something I've realized over time is uh, it's not that vegetables and quote-unquote normal food tastes bad. 
it's just that the fast food that we get used to eating usually has overtaste if i don't know what to call it like it's too stimulating like it has too much sugar it has too much fat it has too much of everything so when you're eating it it changes the baseline for what you think is good food or, or not good food and if you start eating healthier you start eating more vegetables if you start eating more you know basic things rice uh greens and things like that fruits you realize that uh these foods have their own nice interesting taste that you can get used to and that can recalibrate the baseline for what you think is good food so that when you taste a pizza again or when you taste you know some soda you realize how excessive the taste of some of these uh, fast food items are when in when when in the, in the other world if you're so used to eating pizza and you eat vegetables it makes the the vegetables seem dull in comparison but you should actually recalibrate and figure out that it's possible for you to genuinely enjoy the taste of spinach uh the, the taste of especially i love mangoes and oranges and things like that uh and it's a, you you just start slowly and eventually um whenever you see a fruit you you'll want to eat one when you actually see it so make it easy for yourself uh don't have needless friction and also if you like the fruits that you picked if you pick things that you like to make it a positive experience for you you're going to enjoy the experience and you're going to feel healthier as a result the other tip is to try and use a habit tracker uh this is a way for you to try and become more scientific about the process of improving your own habits if you're trying to improve your habits and you have no way of measuring whether you did better today than than yesterday and whether you're going to do better tomorrow um then it becomes very difficult for you to move forward because you have no baseline you have no measurements you have no way of comparing yourself in the past to who you want to become and so it's important to use a habit tracker uh, a habit tracker is an app or it can be uh maybe a way of taking notes or even both you can try different simultaneous ways of tracking your habits but it's also important to start simple and at the simplest level a habit tracker is a list of the things that you want to be doing every day uh some will let you skip weekends but i suggest that if you're trying to establish a habit you try and do some of these things every single day uh without exception like you become the kind of person who does your habits every single day so if you say i want to read every day i want to drink x amount of water every day i want to walk every day i want to i want to write i want to make art every day i want to work on my business every day you make that something that you have to do every day and one of the most important habits that you can have the most important daily habits is sleeping on time and waking up on time because that one habit pretty much determines everything else if you don't sleep and wake up on time it's going to be extremely difficult for you to do everything else on time if you're sleeping at random times and waking up at random times then it's difficult for you to have a consistent daily routine that you can follow over time and that you can pick apart to to figure out which parts can you improve and which parts um are pulling you down that you need to fix so i suggest that you if you if you have uh you know inconsistent sleeping habits 
that you start first and foremost by trying to fix that. It's going to take weeks, probably, or months, or even years, but it's one of the most rewarding things you can possibly establish for yourself because you can now predict your day. You can now decide, this is when I sleep. This is when I wake up. You might not always sleep at that time. You might, for example, sleep an hour later or something like that, or you might wake up and feel groggy and sleep in for one hour or something like that once in a while. But... The point is that you are consistent. You are someone who sleeps and wakes up at, at the same time every day. And the, what the power the, of the power of that habit is that now you can say after you've you've woken up, this is what I'm going to do, and this is what I'm going to do after that, and this is what I'm going to do after that until it reaches the time when you sleep. Uh, but but if you end up, you know, sleeping and waking up at random times, it's going to be extremely difficult for you to make any other habit stick because you are not going to be working on time. Uh, you're not going to be, uh, you know, uh, doing the things that you are planning to do that day on time. And also you're going to just slowly by slowly waste time. And how you determine uh, some of these things is by starting to measure. Start looking at your the time when you're going to sleep. Start looking at the time when you're waking up. Just trying to start to pay attention to some of these things uh, for you to realize, am I, am, I, am I sleeping habits actually good or am I, you know, bullshitting myself? Am I actually someone who is consistent or am I someone who's not consistent? So that starts with habit tracking. Um, some of these uh, uh, apps that can help you are, for example, you can have a sleep tracker. Uh, this is why I recommend uh, having an Apple Watch. If it's something that you can afford, even the cheaper versions, even the, the older versions, an Apple Watch is a piece of technology that I think is very revolutionary when it comes to um, habit formation, uh, health, uh, staying healthy, uh, having exercise. I'm not sure about other um, um, smartwatches, but it's also important you can try. If you can afford a smartwatch of some kind that you can have on your wrist, um, it can really go a long way in helping you to keep track of the kind of habits that you want to have. Specifically, when I say I talk about the Apple Watch, uh, one thing that one feature that it has, apart from it has sleeping, sleep tracking and things like that, but it also has this feature called um, fitness or activity. It has these rings, these three rings that you have to close every single day if you want to. A lot of people who have Apple Watches don't close their rings. Um, but if you want to, it's a way for you to get into fitness. So here's how the three Apple Watch rings works. It has three rings. The, the first one is a stand ring. This is a ring that shows you every day whether you have stood for a few minutes and walked around. This ring basically encourages you to stand and walk around every single hour. Okay, at least for 12 hours every day, but you can set it to uh, as many hours as you want. So if you have not stood every hour, it'll make like beep you or uh, tap you on your wrist. And then you can wake up and walk around a bit. After that, there is the exercise ring. And the exercise ring is, did you work out today? So it shows you whether you have worked out for uh, maybe 30 minutes, 40 minutes, one hour. The time that you want to set and finally there's the move ring so this is how many um calories you have burnt during that day and uh, so you can set a goal for the a number of calories you've burnt and every day it's going to remind you that you have not burnt the calories that you set to burn and you should get up and uh, exercise a bit so you can burn those calories it's a simple system but it's extremely effective and for me it completely changed my life it completely changed how i think about fitness um, and it goes along with this idea of atomic habits because we start small. 
because you start small and then you build up. So you start with, for example, 300 calories every day, and then you move it up to 330 calories every day. Then you move it up to 360 calories every day. And before you know it, you're someone who is active consistently every day in a way that previously you weren't. And the biggest change, that's why, and this is why I'm recommending a smartwatch, is because it is something that can measure, it can measure your habits, at least your exercise habits, in a way that is passive. And you don't need to do so much work. You just need to check your phone. And did you sleep on time? Did you exercise enough? And that's one of the fast uh, uh, ways, to, one of the easiest ways to track your habits that I recommend. Apart from that, uh, there are apps which allow you to create lists of all the things you'd like to do in your day. And then every day you check that you've done those lists. You can use these lists to, you know, check medicine, water, things you want to be productive with, things like work. Uh, and every day you just check, uh, you check the list and some of them can show you streaks. I used to be that I, I got into tracking my habits because of the idea of a streak. A streak is if you consecutively, how many consecutive days can you do the same thing every day? Uh, can you do it for you know, 50 days in a row? Can you do it for 100 days in a row? And I've been using some of these systems for quite some time. Um, it even reaches a point where the number stops mattering. If you reach 500 or 600 or 300 or 200, the, the, the number that you have in your streak stops mattering and you just it just becomes the a default habit that you're tracking. And it becomes much less about the number. So when it comes to looking at the number of streaks, I feel like you should just completely focus on what you're doing on that day. Did you do it or did you not do it? That's all. So in summary, set up your environment to be a productive environment. Set everything up so that everything is easy for you, that even your house is warm enough. You know, sometimes just a sense of feeling cold is what can result in you jumping back in bed. Like I know it sounds weird, but when you actually start thinking about it, sometimes you get out of bed, you feel slightly cold and you jump back into the bed or just something. Something is too far away, and that what that's that's the cue that results in you failing uh, to do that habit. So you need to start analyzing your environment. Think about all the things around you that shape the way you think about the work that you're doing every single day, uh, and and just try to start paying attention to the small things which are happening around you that leads to you either doing your habit or not doing your habit. And then make your make your habits um, easy, make them attractive and make them satisfying. Try to get as much pleasure out of these habits. In the beginning, a lot of the habits that you want to do, for example, exercise, eating healthy and some of these other things can seem uh, very cumbersome or can seem you can have feel a sense of resistance to achieving some of these goals. And this resistance, it doesn't completely go away. It's something that you always have to be fighting against. And that's the battle. That's the battle that you have to you have to go through every day and it's a satisfying battle if you win it every single day consistently and it gets easier and uh, I remember a scene from Bojack Horseman where Bojack was trying to exercise was trying to get healthy and he's running up a hill and he's exhausted and he's panting and he's you know he's almost dying and he collapses and he's looking up at the, at the sky um, he's, he's lying with his back on the road this guy comes and walks around and walks past past Bojack, and then he stops, and then he comes back and looks at him, and then he tells him, he tells him, it gets easier, but you have to do it every day. That's the hard part. And that stuck with me, because uh, the, the things which seem difficult right now, 
they're going to get easier, but you have to do them every day. That's the only way that uh, this is going to happen. They're going to get easier if you do them every day. If you start and then you stop, you're not going to uh, reap the benefits. And um, atomic habits and also the compound effect, this compounding uh, power is all about time. Time is your biggest ally. And the longer you're able to do some of these things, the better. Uh, and, and when it comes to making it, making it attractive and easy, I literally mean make it attractive and easy. Don't pick the most difficult thing. I know when sometimes when you're starting, you pick the most cumbersome way of, 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 of proceeding and you make it very difficult on yourself, maybe because you're encouraged or you just want to, you know, you feel you have all the energy in the world, but make it easy. Sometimes if you don't feel like doing something, at least do the laziest version of that thing. And also consider that we have a human brain, which is extremely powerful. Sometimes if you can't physically do work or you don't like feel like physically do, doing work and you can't push yourself to do that work that day, use your brain to do that work and do that work in your head. Like sit down for five minutes and do that work in your head. Like actually imagine yourself doing that work and plan out and think and form ideas in your head. It's possible for you to work actually by just thinking about the work. And that you can consider that you've actually done uh, something. At least it's better than doing nothing. Uh, and that, that that's if you can't do anything else. If you can't physically sit at your desk and do the work, you can actually also think about doing the work. So make make the habits that you want easy. Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't try to do too much at the same time. And then finally, use a habit tracker. Try getting a smartwatch. If you can get an Apple Watch specifically, it has a lot of amazing features, which I love and which have changed my habits for the better. There are also several apps on the Play Store and on the App Store that you can try. Just search for Habits Tracker and start using them. One uh, system I recommend that you can use for walking and doing your daily walk is called the Pomodoro system. The Pomodoro system is a way of breaking up the work that you do into, into chunks. So... Uh, for example, uh, my Pomodoro sessions have 25-minute sessions with five-minute breaks in between. And after every four sessions, you have a, a break. So mine is uh, 20 or 30 minutes, for example. And uh, this is a system that you can use to keep yourself consistent. And I love that it bakes in uh, breaks in between. One thing that you'll hear is that it's important for you to pay full attention to the to the tasks that you're doing and sometimes you try to sit down and work for three hours straight or four hours straight but uh, if you use a pomodoro system you're going to have consistent breaks in between to wake up to think about what you're doing to reorganize yourself to even walk around and you know uh, get some blood flowing and uh, yeah try out the pomodoro system if you have not tried it and uh, and yeah so that's atomic habits i hope that this was an interesting book for me to discuss today and I will see you in the next meetup. Bye-bye.